it's time for the Steve and Kyle podcast with Kyle. There is a note. That's what I should have looked for. Okay. First, Steve. Yep. All you have to do is plan out one iota of your spacing, and you don't have to go to the back. Look, my apologies to the Redwood. I had to suffer so Cody could have triple spacing. Dear Pig. <laughs> and Steve. I regret to inform you, Mr. Father. It's been quite some time. You did not need to tell me that because I knew by looking at it. Because it looks like garbage. I'm so sorry. Of all days, you come to me today, the day of my daughter's wedding. Please, sir, I'm, I'm open. Now I-, I must leave. Arrivederci. Live on tape from APS 3. Whatever, it's the Steve and Kyle podcast. reversal today we've got one half of the show is uh, real down in the dumps today still recovering I guess I could say it's been six days since the BHD mm, big hoopla down in Arizona it's okay Steve you don't you don't even have to acknowledge it I, I know so and you are I'm, I'm in the middle I'm in the first week of my month of mourning of the five stages of grief mm-hmm. which one are you on what is it's denial anger yeah five stages of grief and order i know uh, it's like d-a-b-d-a denial denial anger, anger bargaining, bargaining depression acceptance so day day six if you oh, could run us through uh, denial for anybody who doesn't hundred percent denial haven't left stage one then uh, yeah for anybody who's not familiar, uh, Philadelphia Steve mm. mm-hmm. yeah, sang in the tune of Philadelphia Freedom, as we all... Philadelphia Steven. Steve. <laughs> right? I kind of like just cutting it off at Steve. <laughs> <laughs> leaving, so, so leaving, <laughs> leaving everybody hanging for that. Yeah, the real whitest guy last, version of it. <laughs> that last syllable. Just forgetting any rhythm and assuming it sounds good. Philadelphia, Steve. Well, hey, we have done an incredible mock-up with "Who Are You" by that's the Who, right? That before is the I, Who. Yeah. Before I sound silly, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. In case you haven't heard that, <laughs> yes. Jew, Jew, Jew. Yes, that is. The theme song for our friend of the show, Jewish correspondent, Brian Krause, yep. who maybe we'll have to get on here soon to talk about, uh, I believe it's uh, Rumspring of Time again. Don't don't know how accurate that is. But maybe in the next week I can throw together for any time we're going to talk about back home, Steve, mm-hmm. you know, early days, Steve, or Eagles fan, Steve. Right. Die hard. Die we hard. could play. Philadelphia, Steve. <laughs> I'd like to, that. to break it, in. That, that it would it would put a smile on my face. Something that hasn't happened in uh, six days now. So you are no doubt. You you say you said you're still in denial. Stage one. So mm-hmm. this is shaping up 
to be an all-timer in terms be, of length of stages of grief. Going to be a long year. What the fact that you haven't gotten to anger yet? Because I would argue, mm-hmm. brother Mike went from I denial I, to I, anger I, I within minutes. I don't even know if he is still alive. I have not heard right? from him. I do know how, and you know how I know that. I got an email early this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, wanting me to buy a stake and a racehorse from Brother Mike. <laughs> Seriously? What's a stake and a racehorse cost? Like It depends bucks? on the horse. So you're basing okay. it on pedigree. <laughs> okay. So, like, are you buying, you know, one of the spawn of a triple crown winner, which yeah. is why he emailed me this to... Uh, and, like secretariat or something. And listen, or... I'm no chump, Steve. Okay, I'm right. not an idiot. No, 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 of course not. So very, I immediately smart. signed up and clicked I'm interested. <laughs> Did it, because is there? Can you give me a ballpark figure? Of yeah, what yeah. This is going to run ba- you based on and and I don't know. I didn't read any details because I was so excited that I just clicked sign up Click and yes. I'm interested. Yeah, entered your credit card info. Yeah. So just to be clear, the shares are not currently available. I'm assuming this will come from some type of lottery or pool situation. Right. And apologies in advance because we digress. Yeah. From what we were talking about, which is uh, Steve right. being. Uh, I'll go back to being Steve depressed. Being sad. Yeah. And I've, right now I'm I'm all in on this racehorse thing. So I received an email this morning before the sun was up. <laughs> I just indicated interest for the son of American Pharaoh. Let's buy a racehorse together. <laughs> I have another this who wait, is running at Gulfstream today. Wait, is this, this is like a personal email from my brother? Yes. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so, so you can get. So you, he wants you and him. Yeah. Are going to go in on a racehorse together. Yep. 50-50? Well, you don't buy the full racehorse. Now, now these horses that you buy stakes in or shares are million-dollar horses, right? Okay. So you hear about all of the, you know, when very successful racehorses get retired or mm-hmm. put out to stud, they charge not dwindling returns, but the first session of breeding, mm-hmm. however long they do it, weeks or however many yeah. uh, cases, they charge X amount of dollars yeah. per time. Okay. So you might be paying for American Pharaoh, who was a triple crown winner and had was put out to stud for that first round of breeding, you know, maybe $750,000 or a okay. million dollars for that first session. And I don't know, uh, I, sorry, apologies in advance, not fully up to snuff on horse semen. <laughs> maybe it starts getting dwindling returns. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm... I'm... Not sure either. Yeah. Uh, so, so you buy so, shares. So I'm assuming you're in for low to mid six figures. You are way overshooting what I am uh, considering here. <laughs> I guess if you, if you're counting the decimal point. Yeah. Now we're talking. <laughs> uh, I mean, early shares for this, and this is again just click indicating interest. So they're okay. not even for uh, All right. available yet. Yeah. For the cult of American Pharaoh. Okay. Seventy one dollars per share. Oh. That's nothing. But the one above it is the daughter of Justify. I'm sorry. It's the daughter of, yeah, the daughter of training champion Justify, which is another fantastic race. That's at $202 per share. Mm. I don't know the market on how they determine these or if it's based on early success Mm -hmm. on a track. Yeah. Maybe not in actual competitive racing, but based on what they see time-wise, whatever. But I am in. The second this becomes open, I'm willing to say I will be buying multiple shares 
in this cult. You heard it here first, folks. I need a reason. Kyle's spending at least a couple hundred bucks. I need a reason. On a horse, on a racer. Now, what does that get you? If they, um, if they go on to win something, if they're, you know, if they're a triple crown winner 10 years from now or four years, I don't know how. Three-year-olds are the ones that run the big races. Okay. What do you get because of that? So, Do you get to go to the winner's circle? Yeah. Are you the one with the wreath that puts it around the horse? Yeah. Um, hmm. Also, very surprised that you're in on this, considering your absolute hatred for horses. I've made this very clear. Horses are good for racing. That's it. They are so, as useful as, you know, other 1800s inventions that we use during the Civil War. They're as useful as a musket. So okay, I need to know they're, they're useless animals who okay. provide nothing but expensive care, fragile bodies, and no use to anybody other than the Amish. Will you um, also be buying? Because I feel like you kind of have to do these at the same time. If you're buying a stake in a racehorse, yeah, you also got to buy a couple thousand shares of Elmer's. Kind of cover both, like cover uh, the 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 whole gauntlet of that way horse, it's a, it's of a, horse life. It's a full circle investment. Yeah. So I'm getting the start of their life, <laughs> getting the end of their life, and maybe I don't know who the big oat company is. It Quaker buy some buy some uh, stakes in Quaker too. I am, got all stages of the horse life covered. Racing, I am trying to find, and their eventual death. I am trying to find a reason, Steve, or a uh, description of how. It works. Right. I just want to know what your investment gets you. I have no idea. I did find the biggest question I have. Can I visit my horse in the barn area? I mean, you're an owner. Yes. And you must be accompanied by a my racehorse owner concierge. I don't care. No problem. Get out of my way suit. I'm going to go yell at this dumb beast. I mean, you have to be wearing a suit, though. You have to have a pinstripe suit. And uh, like one of those bowler caps on too. Oh man, they have digital that you can download. Certificate of authentic. That doesn't that look authentic? Oh yeah. Say that I own a horse. It says authentic right in the center. It says authentic. So they don't mail that to you. They're making it easy for you. You just go ahead and print it. Right. And I can show that I am a horse owner. Do they make a wallet size version though? Because I feel like you're going to want to be able to show people all the time. Well, here's the deal. The next time you're a horse owner. The you next don't wanna, time you don't I have travel, to carry around a plaque. <laughs> the next time I travel overseas, I'm not offering a passport <laughs> or my license, and probably not even my boarding pass. So you're going to show them your uh, certificate of authenticity. I'm a horse owner, yep. no doubt, in a uh, six dollar Michael's frame that you bought. Well, no, I'm going to go to the one place that tried to charge you like $200 oh, not, yeah. to mat those two Prohibition era yeah. prescriptions, and I'm going to have them frame and yeah. do whatever they need to do for a couple hundred dollars to make mm-hmm. this thing really gussied up. Yeah. Now, can I, if I do print this digital, really crappy uh, certificate of authenticity. You send it to me right now. I'll print it before you leave here. But can I have a net, maybe go on the cricket and maybe make that seal actually raised and oh, look good she could do that yeah she could because i think do. that's the one you're gonna lose it's just gonna look like a piece of gold paint 
So you, um, you're going to take your certificate of authenticity and put a fake raised seal on it. Don't you think that kind of no, 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 counteracts they, the certificate of authenticity? No, because it says right on the certificate that it's authentic. Oh, that's so right, I'm just that. making sure everybody knows that that, even though it's printed from a digital PDF form, <laughs> that 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 seal right. is right. in fact real. So yeah, I'm in. Me and brother Mike are about to be horse okay. owners, and I don't know where him and I are traveling to first. <laughs> To see our horse race, whether it be next year, whenever this uh, this idiot machine starts, you know, mm-hmm. clicking down the dirt. Yeah, when does a horse uh, run for the first time? So they start doing like pre-training during their one-year-old okay. phase and when they're they're young and really dumb. Probably because they'll start chewing on the railing, right? If you go out there too young. Yeah. Again, only animal in the world I can think of that needs blinders to not get distracted by literally everything. <laughs> okay? And we relied on these animals. Somehow as a civilization, as a species, we have survived with centuries relying on these idiots mm-hmm. to get us from A to B and to do our chores for us. Yeah. I I don't know who the first person who it, it was that realized that these dumb boxes of crappy meat needed something so that they could keep yeah. their focus. Kudos to you, though, because yeah. they were probably just as aggravated with these morons as I am. Mm-hmm. But, yes, I'm going to be a horse owner. Uh, it's a matter yeah. of time, and I think I'm going to start coming in here in a full suit on race days. So think, you know that, hey, business day, yeah, you let's mean, wrap this whole charade up mm-hmm. because daddy's got money to make at the yeah. track where I'm going to need to print a program because I'm either I'm not going to be going to Saratoga or wherever this Why not? is racing. You're an owner. You got to be there. Slapping my program in the hand. Yeah. Come on, seven. Yeah. Come on, seven. And just constant jokes about, you know, shipping him off <laughs> if he doesn't do better. The, the old glue factory. Yep. Yeah, which I'm sure people at the horse track love mm-hmm. those jokes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm sorry, Steve. I did not mean to take away from your sorry. Where were we? Denial. Mm-hmm. Which again, you're still waiting to enter anger. I would, if I had to estimate for Brother Mike. I'm very, I'm, by the way, I'm very sad. Very sad. But let's get back to what we were. Talking. I could see. I could see. Let's let's, t- let's turn the tone a little mm-hmm. more somber. I apologize. Yeah. Roughly. Brother Mike, we think went from denial to anger within. 45 seconds of that penalty flag being called in the fourth quarter. Now, let me ask you, Steve, mm-hmm. you're, you're a working man. You're down in the trenches, yeah, as, you, as you like to tell everybody. Yep. Digging ditches. That's all I do. It's Sunday. Granted, you're much different than what you were, out, you know, obviously before kids five years ago where you would try to get naps in during the day. Mm-hmm. But even still, Sunday nights, five years ago, what time were you going to bed? Sunday nights, five years ago, uh, probably somewhere between 9.30, 10 o'clock. Okay. So this would have pushed you a touch outside the range then. Yeah. Now you're a father, two mm-hmm. children, mm-hmm. Uh, three if you count the Comanche. Mm. What time did you make it to on the BHD a day mm-hmm. last Sunday? I watched the entire game. You did? Yeah, whole game. Is that normal for you now? Are you staying up later even um, as a parent? I know that I know it. That's not normal. I wouldn't normally stay up that late. You'd be at in all. bed by ten. No, but I mean, it's you know, once every once a year, I can <laughs> I can swing it right, to, right, right, to watch the Super Bowl. Now, last year, I probably didn't watch the whole Super Bowl, but this year, you know, since uh, since the Eagles were in it, got a little bit more invested, I guess. Yeah, you know, die hard, right? Die hard. Well, fan. you're following it, so so let me ask you then, Steve. Mm-hmm. The kids are in bed now. The way I assume this house works is because you work early. Mm-hmm. Very early, wake up. I'm assuming that you start noticing around seven, seven thirty, and that's clock watching, because she's knowing she knows that in the next 
60 to 90 minutes, you're going to bed. <laughs> and so she gets finally mm-hmm. her time where she doesn't have to, you know, deal with you as she's made very clear she does not want. And the children are asleep. Yeah, I guess I don't know because typically I don't see her during that time because wow. she has already come down here to the basement to Cricket Corner to avoid gotcha. you. So she's going to work. Yeah. So did she watch the, the, the big hoopla with you? Not one second. Okay. So Evelyn did, though. Evelyn watched. Um, how late? She stayed up. Normally, um, bedtime routine starts at 645. Sure. So that way she can be, we can be. Um, reading books by 7.15 at the latest, lights out 7.30. Wow. Um, she, I think she stayed up about an extra 45 minutes okay. to an hour. So I don't know what, I'm, I'm not sure. That was probably somewhere in the second quarter. Gotcha. Um, but she was, you know, obviously she has no idea what's what's going on. Is she asking any questions about it? Like in, interested questions? Like why, bit. what are they doing? Why are they doing that with the ball? Whatever it may be. Not so much that, but she wanted to know who, like what team we were rooting for. Yeah. So I said, we're rooting for the green team, not the red team. You'll be happy to know. Reed was rooting for both. He sold us multiple oh, times. Good. And he must've been thrilled with the outcome. Yeah. Because Katie had told him, and, and this is very true. Um, we did not care who won. Mm-hmm. We did tell him after that, though, I said, we're probably rooting for the green shirts mm-hmm. because Mr. Mike really likes the green shirts. Mm-hmm. So uh, he didn't catch on. He was happy for everybody involved. Good. He was the prototypical. I just want everybody to have yeah, fun. Everyone just come out, have a good time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it looks yes. like they did. You know? so, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, all that confetti at the end, like right. they had a blast. How would they not? For him, right. that's a party. Yeah. That's a step below Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. So we sent a couple of um, videos to my brother and to the family with mm-hmm. Evelyn saying, go Eagles. Yep. You couldn't get her to sing Fly Eagles Fly? I tried. I really tried. I tried to get her to do E-A-G-L. And we, so I would say it, I would say E and she would say E-A-A-G-G-L-L. No, no, actually I would say L. She would then say Y. Oh. Because she got distracted and thought that we were spelling her name. So oh. Eagles became Eaglelin. But, you know. Pretty close then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So did you, she obviously wasn't awake during uh, what people are looking at as the call that, you know, ended the game realistically, which mm. is in the fourth quarter, yep. the defensive holding call. And we're not here to break down the minutia of everything. Oh, we're not? Listen, don't don't you dare tempt me. <laughs> okay. The Eagles pass rush being very minimized, by yeah. the way, by that yeah. terrible field. Mm. The sod father retires in embarrassment. Guy should be ashamed you, of himself. Have you heard the conspiracy about the sod father? I, I know he has a ring or two from yeah. his time with the Kansas City Chiefs. Look, just saying. Yeah, we're Joe Roganing it here. We're just, <laughs> yep. We're just presenting I mean, these, look, ideas, these facts look, to you. Look, I just I just throw the stuff out there. Yeah. Do what you do what you may with it. He might be the nicest grandfather in the world, hmm? the sod father. But the only image I saw of him, the first image I saw of him, which was after everything you noticed with the field very early on, the player slipping and not being able to run. And it was, I mean, that's noticeable for pass rushers who have to round a corner, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They do a real semicircle to get to the quarterback a lot. Yeah. So a lot of the times you're on that outside foot trying to pivot and cut inside. Well, you can't. You're just slipping and sliding. 
Look, was we've, this, we've all been there. Right. Been there a hundred times. My I, my height of athletic prowess, I remember having to get a hold of a township and say, hey, this infield dirt at the slow pitch softball field is not up to snuff. Mm-hmm. Bring in the new gravel. Let's get to it. Chop, chop. Mm-hmm. You know, and they didn't. Uh, they sent me to voicemail. Yeah. Nothing happened. But the first image I saw of this sod father, Toma, something Toma. I don't know. Old man, old man, Kansas City Chief fan was of him wearing his own merch, top to bottom. Really? Talking to reporters. He wrote a book. So this guy, one, I already don't like if you care about grass that much. (laughs) I I couldn't have less in common with you than if you were rebuilding a 1988 Jeep Comanche. Mm. Boy, that feels like it hits close to home. I got to tell you, I don't know who I think less of in this hypothetical situation. Right. Hypothetical, of course. No offense to either a possible offended party. Toma, Toma Sodfather or hypothetical Jeep owner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, he's wearing all his own merch, talking about how, you know, I've grown this in wherever he grew it, Texas or Oklahoma, wherever it might no be. No one cares. They wheel it in and out. But then what they do is they wheel it all in and out to get sunlight and, and water it. But then they don't let it dry out. And then they slap, apparently, a couple gallons of Menards paint <laughs> everywhere on it. And just say good luck and watch the players slip and slide on the grease field. Mm-hmm. But let me ask you though, because you you say you're a fan. Obviously, you are an Eagles fan. Yeah. But you are you're not a diehard. You're not a no. live breathe every play. Nope. But you watch. Couldn't, couldn't name more than four people on the team. But you're in that game, and not just in that game. You're sure fav- you're, the Eagles are favored in this game. Look, if I'm going to watch a game, yeah, I'm going to be invested in it, sure. even if it's teams that I don't care about, because if if I'm taking the time to watch it. I care about it in some yeah. way. I have some some vested interest in it. What would be the sporting event or team that would get you not amped up? Because I don't mm. feel like you're a guy weeks in advance getting amped up. I, yeah. I don't want to use that phrase. But to the point where you're reading in advance about it. Maybe it's a team. Maybe it's yeah. an event. Maybe it's a certain team in a certain I mean, event. It, I think that it would be the Super Bowl, but it would have to be like, I'd have to be going to the Super Bowl, you know, I think, or that, maybe even I, local I, to I, it. Right. I think that that, yeah, I think that that puts it on a whole new level when you're in, if you're in the stadium or in the arena, when you, you got the, like the swell of the crowd and the oh, excitement sure. and everything, like, it's just, it's completely different. Well, if you still lived in the area, mm-hmm. Do you think it would have been different? Probably because I would have watched the game with friends and family right. or something, uh, you know, people who were into it. And I would have, yeah, you get that, like, okay. that kind of contact high from it. Take, you just needed one less degree of separation from for this to, for you to get really amped up, which I think, pretty much, honestly, you're probably, of the 113 million people who tuned in, you're one of... The 90 million <laughs> right. in that same position. Yeah. Um, but you get to the fourth quarter, you're in this game, so you're probably invested. You're, you're, definitely. You're, you're paying attention. I'm definitely paying attention. Um, ah, oh, right. yeah. You know, just. You get to this last call, uh-huh. which is, again, the defensive holding call, the first one called in the Super the only holding call called in the entire Super Bowl. Yeah. Fun fact, the first defensive holding call called by that referee in 500 plus snaps hadn't called one since November I believe okay what is your reaction as a Eagles fan non diehard watching right. it by yourself are you like on the verge of waking up the kids does it no, have to no. come up here and say hey keep it down no I'm not 
because without the announcers breaking it down, a penalty to me, all right, well, if they say it's a penalty, it's a penalty because I'm sure that if you asked me the textbook definition of defensive holding, I'm sure I could say some of the words that are in the actual definition. Right. But there's so much nuance. It's like, you know, you're grabbing, but you can't grab there. You can only grab for so long, pushing, contact, blah, blah, blah. So, I don't know. If if a referee, to me, if they say, like, oh, that's holding, I'm like, all right, whatever, that's holding. That right. sucks. But then the one uh, who was the color commentator, I forget what his name is. Greg Olson. Greg Olson starts talking about how terrible of a call it was. And how awful of a call it was. And I'm going over to his side. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, this guy's right. Yeah, Steve, one hand is on eBay buying a Greg Olson jersey. <laughs> I don't even know who this guy is. And on his computer with his other hand typing up defensive holding <laughs> to get the definition. Yeah. Uh, yelling to Annette at the same time. Who the hell's Greg Olson? Google him. And find me James Bradbury's house. <laughs> I'm going to send him a fruit basket. So, or a bag of poop. We got to decide. Yeah. So I was, I mean, I was super disappointed, but I'm also the, the person that's watching the game and I hold out hope until the last second. And I'm like, well, that's all right. They're going to get the ball back and they're going to have what? Like four seconds. Psh, plenty of time. Hail Mary. Here it comes. Or one of those like 38 lateral yeah. uh, plays. I was like, they got this. Yeah, this is the fill. This is the team. Granted, a different coaching staff from the Philly special six years ago. Yeah. Right? The wacky, yeah. wind them up, you know, throw mm-hmm. goofy play calls at the other yeah. team. I was confident. Yeah. I was confident to the last second till I saw Hertz step back and throw that ball and it come up about 15 yards too short. And I thought, maybe there's a penalty. Right. <laughs> What's going on? And then I just sit there and I. I watch, I mean, even with confetti falling and the Chiefs on the field celebrating, I'm still like, they're going to replay it. There's going to be a review. Something's going to happen. And then that didn't happen. And I said, well, time to go to bed. Turn the TV off. I went right upstairs and went to bed. When do you think, and maybe, maybe I'll, let me shoot him a text while we're talking about it here. Mm-hmm. When do you think Brother Mike finally fell asleep Super Bowl night because you, you I, guys couldn't be more polar opposite in this regard that obviously that stuck with him because he was sending very curse-filled text messages uh, seconds after the call. I assume he is still standing in front of the TV with no doubt like a Randall Cunningham jersey on with a Miller light in his hands, but like palms to the sky, like what the – what. I don't think he's left that spot yet. Right. He's, he's, he's been the there. Dejected. He's, he's been there for six days. It's a um, fantastic game. Fun to watch. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't rooting for either outside of just gambling success. Mm-hmm. So it didn't fully matter to me who won or lost. I uh, just cared about everybody having fun out there and, you of know, course, yeah. shaking hands, patting backs. Yeah. And uh, having a good time. Everybody going home to their families. Mm hmm. Brother Mike's text back that he fell asleep at midnight, hmm. which the game ended what around 10, 1030 probably. Yeah. So you figure an hour cool down right from the emotional highs and lows of the end of that game. I don't think there was much cooling down for him. I think he probably just went to bed livid. 
And then just sat there, yeah. like in bed, probably past staring at the yeah. ceiling, arms folded, mumbling. So Carlos, no doubt, rolling over every few minutes, going, "Everything okay?" Yeah, thinking like something's wrong. Bradbury, Carl Cheffers, Juju Smith Schuster, yeah, yeah, holding four hundred fifty plays. He hasn't called him on defensive holding. And then the same conversation you and Annette had, sure, uh, fruit basket or dog of poop. <laughs> To James Bradbury's door. <laughs> yeah, the only interest Annette had in that game was, uh, again, she was down here in Cricket Corner. Uh-huh. I was upstairs. She sent me a text saying, did the game end yet? Yeah. I said, no. And this was when it was tied. It was 35-35 with yeah. two minutes left or something. I was like, no, it's it's like a, it's a real good game. It's mm-hmm. 35-35. And she said, oh, cool. And then 10 minutes later, I sent her a text again from upstairs yeah. to downstairs yeah. saying, going to bed. And she just said, good night. Didn't even ask who won. Didn't even ask who won. I don't think she knew until I got home from work the next day. Wow. Who had won. It's such I a strange. Like, yeah, man, it was a great game last night. And she said, yeah, I think I saw something about uh, did, did the Eagles win? No. No, they didn't. Okay. What do you want to have for dinner? It was like. She could not even feign excitement. My I don't next, blame her. Like she, I mean, if you're if, not if a I'm, sport if I, fan, if if my level of fandom is where it is, hers is thirty levels below it. So yeah. I don't expect her to be like, "Oh darn, right, right. that not sucks." Gonna, what happened? Right. It was just like, "Oh, all right." Has she ever even been to Philadelphia? Right? It's not like there's a rooting interest outside not, of yeah. being married to you. Probably not. Yeah. Uh, handcuffed to you being handcuffed to mm. you and mm. not caring about sports right. two items that it's not like it's making her go out and buy the you know the the biggest eagles jersey she can find right <laughs> right That's, maybe i'll get oh her birthdays in, uh, in july you think i should get her an eagles jersey? she would love an eagles jersey now me i'm pretty much a resident i've been there two or three times so sure. i had a rooting interest yeah i uh, never been to Kansas City, so I guess that does determine that mm-hmm. I was a, a loser in this mm-hmm. transaction as well. But yeah, I have to ask. Yeah, I know you had some um, some Benjamins on the game. Oh my God, Steve! It, it got out of hand. I there was a there were texts going back and forth between you and my brother. Yeah, about like showing your 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 spreadsheets with all the all the bets, all the different things that you had money on. Yeah. And through what services that money was being gambled through, like different apps and websites. Yeah, maybe I need to send Brother Mike my tracker, uh, his little rudimentary. Hmm. You know, I, I, he could stand to use an upgrade. Um, and I have a pretty impressive spreadsheet tracking system here. Pretty impressive. Neat. <laughs> yeah, it. So uh, I need to know. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to know how much, if you're comfortable, sure. how much total you had on the line, mm-hmm. and then what your outcome was. Were you up? Were you down? Yeah. The The day as a whole, Steve, uh, it doesn't bother me telling you. I don't care. Uh, it's just you and I here. Yeah. Just uh, literally. I had. <laughs> we see the stats. On Sunday. No one out there. Uh, the big hoopla day. I had one thousand one hundred thirty-six dollars in play. Wow, one thousand one hundred thirty-six dollars uh, by far the most I've ever ha- had out mm-hmm. in one day. 
Okay. Now, is this all yours? Because I know some of your money is this is all mine. Is yeah, that, uh, shared. Nope, like you have a shared account. No more share. Nothing. We are fully separated. Okay. Um, in terms of gambling balances and okay. how that all works, and was that um, a heated thing? Was a, no, was a, no, okay. we did. It's just okay. we initially we had, we were going to share an account. Was he screwing you over? Was he ripping you off? No. Here's the thing, Steve. And you found this out last year. Yeah. The sign up bonuses on these places. Yeah. It does not make sense to have. A oh, shared no, account. No. They give you money. So sign up separately. Well, then you're like, well, we'll sign up separately and recombine. Then you just never do. Mm-hmm. And here we are, okay. separate accounts. So um, there's no no scandal at all? No. Nope, nothing. We share bets continually. Him and I subscribe to the same. You didn't screw him over in any way? Not by my account. Uh, we share. We, we follow the same an- sports analytic models that we subscribe to and pay for. He had to have like skimmed some money off the top, though. Nothing? Yeah, there might be some points missing. <laughs> so, yes, $1,136.64 were in play. Okay, so uh, for a lot of people, that's uh, basically like a roughly a mortgage payment. But to be fair to me, uh, like 70 of that was basketball. Okay, how much did you? So you had uh, one thousand. Uh, oh, it's about one thousand sixty-six on on uh, the BHD, yeah, the big hoopla, yeah, down in Arizona. So as a whole, yeah. Well, I should say this for just the Super Bowl and just my Super Bowl betting, the BHD, the B. Sorry, just uh, BHD betting. After one thousand sixty-six dollars being invested, yeah. I finished. Down three dollars and seventeen cents. <laughs> really? Which is the most defeating result of all time. <laughs> Seriously, I'm actually more yeah. offended that it wasn't a massive down day <laughs> right. because at that point it's all the and it's not. I'm not acting like it's taken a bunch of time. A lot of these things are boosts that are hey, we're boosting the odds on these that you just bet on mm. Monday the week before. Yeah. So it's not like on Super Bowl Sunday or BHD a day. I am spending hours researching and making all these plays. Right. I had 37 bets on the on the big game and I finished down $3.17, which is insulting. Yeah, that it, it doesn't seem uh that's not worth <laughs> worth anything. And the main cause of that was not cause, but I had a lot of money out on Patrick Mahomes passing yards. Okay. Which the way the Eagles played the game, which was a fantastically smart way to play against the Kansas City Chiefs, was to control the football, yeah. not let Patrick Mahomes beat you by giving it to him three times a quarter. I believe in the first half, the time of possession was something insane, like 22 minutes to eight. Yeah. So uh, Mahomes did not get near even a right. bottom rung yardage of 200. He finished at 182 or something like that. So all of these bets that I had. With that thrown in to make the bet a little better, mm-hmm. all lost late in the game. Okay. So um, down three dollars, big uh, big day. We are in serious danger, serious danger of this being the first month in ten months. Yeah, of tracking of being negative. You got to find some cricket matches or something. I have been betting the NHL like a madman. <laughs> the NHL, and I am currently. It got the worst was the day after the Super Bowl. I was down BHD. Uh, sorry, God dang it, it's so hard. We're gonna get ta- We're gonna yeah, get flagged. You man. know, I'm not. In, I'm not in radio. You know, I don't have to do the. 
You guys know the big thing going on this Sunday. You want to win a... <laughs> Can't even say Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The day after Saturday. Want to win a 40-inch, you know, RCA TV on loan? <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm assuming is what radio station giveaways are down to. You guys just ripping an old monitor off of a wall in an old monitor, studio not no, used. It's like the old CRT computer, CRT monitor. You just need to be color, you know, 11 <laughs> and pick it up at the office. Actually, we'll just put it on the curb. So, yeah, uh, BHD a day was, uh, I decided that that was going to be the day that was going to determine my month, being mm-hmm. I was down quite a bit. Okay. So I thought this is either going to save it or sink it to the point of, yeah. uh, of no recognition. And it did not, in fact, save it. <laughs> so we are, uh, we're battling. Okay. Thank you for asking, though. My yeah. next goal, by the way, and I'm going to start pushing this. Not now. I think it's too early now, so mm-hmm. I'll use you for guidance here on when I should bring it back up. I want to go to an Eagles game with Brother Mike. Okay. So I think right now there's too much time, right? It's, yeah. it's February, it, the, the first home I, game, which I don't want to go to the first one. No. I don't, I don't want to go to a huge – I just want to spend a day. I feel like you need to go to a game to get the true feel of going to an Eagles game. I don't know. I don't – or any football game. I feel like that's not – the first half of the season and it's not anywhere warm it's got to be second half of the season when it's a cold day in philadelphia you got to be out in the parking lot just really the like the the most the conditions you would expect when you think of a philadelphia tailgate in game yeah like i'm not talking a game in tampa bay right when it's 86 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not traveling to an away game either. No, it's got to be, be in Philly. You got to be uncomfortable. Yeah. I want to boo or throw like rocks at Santa or whatever <laughs> they did that year. Yep. Or they uh, shot him actually. That's, yeah, they killed Santa. Or maybe they've got, you know, some form of a pilgrim and a Native American shaking hands for your Thanksgiving <laughs> and, you know, I whip bottles of pee at them or something. I don't know. No offense, Philly fans. Right. Yeah. <laughs> your <laughs> reputation precedes you. That's- that is literally the least offensive thing anything anyone has ever said about an Eagles fan. <laughs> They're not worried about that. So when do you think? Should it be May, June, July? Should I start bringing it up? Is that too late? Well, you brought it up to him. Yeah. And he kind of skipped right past, glossed over it. Dead silence. Yeah. Dead silence. What, do you think if you said, hey, could you yourself? Right. Could you think you could bring me to one of maybe, those games next maybe year? Maybe me and you get tickets. Yeah. One row in front of him. <laughs> Don't acknowledge him. Get in, sit down, just turn back. And say, Sorry, guys. Yeah. Sit down, right? Mind if we stand the whole game? I've got some real borderline racist chance to make towards some of these whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd make the trip. I, I, I think that's got to be on my list of something I want to get to and okay. want to see. I'm sure Bob would go uh, too. Yeah. I think we could make it a full, a full Philly trip, and you know, maybe a little uh, a late night trip over to Pat's and Geno's. Mm-hmm. Of course, got to do it. Maybe stop by, uh, knock on Uncle Gussie's door. Yeah, punch someone in the face. So there is no way if you and I go to Philly for an Eagles game that someone's not getting well, punched. So even if it's one of us, more than likely <laughs> I mean, than not, yeah, one of us yeah. is getting punched. But that it has to be. It can't even be like an angry punch. Like one no. of us is going to get punched. 
Stand up, smile, and high five. Yeah. And say, I'm, I'm here now. I'm a yeah. member. Like, I deserve that. It's like if when you're a Buffalo Bills fan, you have to get thrown through a table. Yeah, or lit on fire or yeah, something. Yeah, or like squirted ketchup on. Something insane. Right? Right. This, to be initiated into a, the Eagles yeah. crew, you have to be punched in the face. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think that that's all fair. Perfect. I'd love to make that happen. I would. I'd kill to go to an Eagles game, and I don't like live sports anymore. I, um, it's just, it's just not as good. The experience is nowhere near what you would get at home. Obviously, yeah. I'm, I'm stating the obvious mm-hmm. there, but you know, me peering at a jumbotron in 24 degree weather to see if a call is good or not, yeah, is nothing compared to the comfort Boy. of my own home, my own toilet. And being able to see the, all the, and all the blades food, of grass. All the food you want. I know. I got cheesesteaks last week mm-hmm. for the Super Bowl, for the BHD. Yeah. Shockingly good. Really? Yeah. Now, did from you a, go... From a chain place around here. Now, I think I asked you maybe off podcast, but what did you go? Did you go just regular yep. provolone? Did they have Wiz? I can't uh, imagine no, they have Wiz, it, I, right? I believe that. No, it was. A, it definitely wasn't Wiz, I I'm pretty sure it was American, like a white American. Because what to you is a legitimate, authentic, original Philly cheesesteak? That I would eat or what do I... What do you consider? What do I consider? Um, not lo- not 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 uh, restaurant, but the ingredients. Right, right. The, I think that you're like you're... If you go up and you just say one, please, yes. you're getting obviously the beef, the Amoroso roll, mm-hmm. which is the brand of roll, the... Um, uh, fried onions, mm-hmm. like chopped and fried onions, and cheese whiz. Yes. So here, what you're getting, well, anywhere other than that, pretty much, they're not keeping the melted cheese whiz no, at chain no, no, places. So that's no. going to be the one ingredient that you're not going to find most places. Yeah. And two, the brand of bread right, is right. always going to be different. Yeah, but I, I was shocked. This place locally had, it was really good bread. Mm. Uh, I get mine without onions. I'm not a... I'm not an onion guy. I, I, I like the flavor of onions, but I just don't like the I don't like the sliminess of an onion. If they're minced, like if I mean, like almost invisible minced, that right. I'll I'll eat that all day. Okay, but no one ever does them that much. No. I just don't like the sliminess of of the onions, but I love the flavor of it. Um, so yeah, I'll usually get it whiz without, which is how I'll, whiz without. Yep, whiz without, which is how I would, or or cheese without. Like if you go to Pat's and you say. Cheese without you're getting cheese whiz, without onions. Yep, yep. At, oh man, they have some pizza fries too. We used to get like at, yeah at Pat's. At Pat's yeah, Bob and I would always refer to it as our our Pat's value meal. And we go there and we get our cheese steak. We get our it's just like a cup. <laughs> Basically, they just dump like spaghetti sauce in there and stuff fries in. Oh, so good. That is so damn good. Man, the things that we could eat back then. If you had pizza fries along with your chain restaurant cheesesteak on Sunday. I'd still have heartburn. I was going to say, you would still be struggling. It was bad enough. I mean, just the cheesesteak. I was like, oh boy. As I'm eating it, I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever eaten. And then within 10 minutes of finishing it, that was the biggest mistake I've ever made in my <laughs> life. Because <laughs> I ordered, um, I ordered Let's see. They had one that was like the big one. Mm-hmm. It's like a 15 inch roll. Yeah. And then Annette wanted one too, but she was like, no, nah, I'll just get I, I was tra- a whole thing. Maybe I was trying to figure out what the best, because obviously Evelyn's going to eat some and Nikki's eating solid foods now. So 
I thought, okay, I'm going to get one big one and then one like standard size one, mm-hmm. an eight or 10 inch one. So I got hers, the, the shorter one, how she wanted it. She ate that. And then I had the bigger one, which I cut in half. I ate half. And then the other half, I cut it into small pieces. Gotcha. Evelyn ate some of it. Um, Nikki ate some of it. Well, I mean, they're not going to eat the entire half. Right. So I got done with my entire half, and there was still at least half of their half left. You did not. And I was like, you want some more? Talking to Evelyn. No. Annette, you want some more? No, I'm good. I mean, I guess I could put this in the fridge and have it for... Oh, Steve, you did not. (laughs) Have it for lunch tomorrow. Ah, It never tastes as good the second day. May as well just polish this off right now. You do, and, and I, you and you don't do that. You don't. You're not Mister mm, Overeat. No, um, I think I, was, I, I think it's an age thing though. Too, yeah, because I am. I have changed the last in lieu of exercise because ugh, no, thank you. Yuck. I am. My goal is to simply not eat as much. Yeah, because that is it's so easy to do. Though. I know, but and that is something that comes with age. Is that? But, you, but it gives you such that instant satisfaction. Nothing makes me happier. Than eating something that tastes good. It's you used. To, I used to be able to. I shouldn't put words in your mouth or feelings in your stomach. Just eat until you know. Even if there's like four bites left, and you're like, oh, well, I'm not gonna waste it. Mm-hmm. And just until you hurt. Yeah. Like you did not feel good, but that feeling in your t- teens and twenties would go away. Minutes. Yeah. Maybe an hour. Yeah. But now, that's ruining. Your Monday. Yeah. That's ruining your next few days, similar yep. to too much alcohol. Yep. Yeah. So my goal is, hey, instead of having half of this pizza we bought, why not just have like two slices, you know, drink some water, mm-hmm. take a walk around, away from the table for a little bit and, you know, give it up. Yeah. Come back and say, I'm going to have a, 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 a treat for myself later. Mm-hmm. An ice cream cone maybe yeah. some popcorn mm. that is the it's the hardest thing it was the hardest thing for me to learn because again hell this food i mean i have to eat it all yeah why would i why would i let it go oh. waste? Man. yeah it was good though it was good well and, apologies uh, to uh apologies to you and your uh your eagles brethren and sisters oh that's very that's still very stage one still very uh yeah Okay. If you can save the anger stage mm-hmm. till like next week on the podcast, is that next? That is, yeah. You're I'm still in denial, denial and no. then anger, yeah. And the last three, and then it's I got bargaining. It's bargaining, something, and acceptance. Nah, those aren't good for the podcast. We'll just denial, get you through the first two: anger, bargaining, denial, anger, bargaining, depression. Depression. Oh, so I'm not even depressed yet. I gotta get. I gotta tell you, those last three, not good tent. So yeah. we're just going to get the first two here okay. on the podcast, and then I'm going to let you deal with the last three okay. privately. <laughs> on my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and trust me, during your depression phase, please leave me out of it. Got it. Okay? Yeah. That's what they tell you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's to the... ignore your friends and family when they're having... <laughs> when they're going through a crisis. Just let them figure it out on their own. Okay. So you're a grown adult. You know, go look at your dog or your kids or something. I don't know. Whatever makes you happy. What do you want me to tell you? I I need to put you on the spot, Steve, before we get out of here. All right. And this is partly for me and partly for our dear friend, the town drunk, Rusty. Hmm. 
I need to ask you where we're at. Okay. Uh, you know, the, the, the big hoopla is done with. Mm-hmm. You're back in a regular schedule after having what feels like uh, a month off of, of work. Down right. In the trenches. Yeah, yeah. You were able to finally scrape the calluses off your hands and your feet and mm-hmm. realize what a normal work day feels like or, mm-hmm. or what a normal life feels like without all that trench work that you do. Look, it's when you're down in the trenches like I am on a daily basis, you're just digging and digging. And you're digging because the man just keeps telling you to keep digging, right? And you don't you don't know what the goal is. You don't know what what you're digging for, where you're digging to. You're just digging. It's tough. And if there's one thing that you work for, my God, do we all know it's the man? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big broadcasting, big microphone. Yeah, big mic. Call him. <laughs> Steve worked for Big Mike, and he's out there doing Big Mike's bidding. Yeah, you know. Yep. Shutting down Johnny the Ducks and Lisa's Oof. the con- the country over. Yeah. Sorry, Johnny. Well, where are you now that you're back in a regular-ish routine? And I haven't asked you about the Comanche in a while, and there's good reason for that because I don't care. Look, I got a big video dropping later today. Hey, the check Comanche. out the Jeep account. I'll ask you in coming weeks. I, I neglected. I wanted to ask you weeks ago if mm-hmm. you have any home projects you want to get done this year. We haven't had a chance to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do need to get a Comanche-ish update because I think... We're probably coming up on the time where if we want to do the uh, solstice-themed Memorial Day parade right. float, right? I'm guessing we'll need entry in that yeah. relatively yeah. soon. I think good. that should be... I mean, be... good news. Trucks, The truck's ready. Does it... Another time. Another time I'll ask you. I don't want to get into it today. I need to ask you, though, for, for Rusty and I. Mm-hmm. Is there a plan in place? Mm-hmm. Can I get you locked down? To watch Marvel's The Eternals, mm. and I'm br- I bring this up because we are recording this on on a, the Saturday of the opening weekend of Ant Man Three. Oh yeah! But you are a noted Ant Man fan. I am. You yeah. really enjoyed the first two I movies, did. which I enjoyed them as well. So it was Ant Man, and then Ant Man and Ant Man and, and the Wasp. Wasp, and this is Ant Man and the Wasp in Quantum Mania. Yes. So I heard that the reviews are not great. Very middling. Very middling. This uh, this phase of the Marvel universe is. So I shouldn't is the, say struggling because they're still making billions of dollars. Is this the first of Phase Five? No, this was... is middle of the road of Phase oh, Five. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. Oh, that was, was Phase, phase Five. five. Okay. Doctor Strange in the uh, Multiverse Madness yep. was. I like Doctor Strange too. That right. was uh, Phase Five as well. Okay. So, I need to get you there. Mm-hmm. But in order to get you there, yeah, we got to get you through. The Eternals. Yeah. Which... Um, and Rusty and I have been hard pitching for weeks now. I, I've i noticed every now and then, um, because I I don't know if we talked about this, but there's yeah. a, a group text between me, you, and uh, Rusty the Town Drunk. You guys are, I would say, Marvel's biggest fan, biggest cheerleaders. Huge fans. We talk, we talk comic books. We mm-hmm. talk comic book movies. He listens to... There's a whole burgeoning universe of DC podcasts on Spotify okay. that he listens to, uh, that we have listened to. So, yes, massive fans. Big fans. Um, and you, you've you been, as far as I know, hard-selling me on uh, the, the upcoming movies, the shows that I haven't watched. Yeah. So much so that I had to turn off notifications 
Which is very rude. For the group text. But I still, I will check in from time to time. And it's turned from you saying, hey, you should watch this movie. Or did you see that, you know, trailer for the blah, blah, blah. To now, you guys are like an infomercial. No. (laughs) Steve, we're just two guys trying to get you to enjoy... Me, uh, we're just trying to get you to enjoy what Muhammad Walid Nomani says definitely has to be one of the most beautiful Marvel movies and make a sequel, please. The Eternals. <laughs> we're just trying to get you to enjoy what Michael Blackman of BuzzFeed News says pushes the MCU into promising new territory. It feels like an amalgam of what Marvel does best splendidly chaotic fight scenes, dazzling special effects, and stories that speak to who we are as human beings. The Eternals! Okay, so this is The Eternals still. Um, It's a perfect time, Steve, for you to watch what Joseph Garcia of the Dynamic Duel podcast says. We've seen lots of heroes fight for revenge, duty, honor, glory, or adventure, but rarely love, which is a prime motivating force for all of us. The Eternals! Um, Yeah, I'll check in on that text from time to time, and I'll say, okay, well, they're still... Still going at it. There was one time we pitched for Disney Plus. <laughs> you did. Like a full pitch. Yeah, I I saw the, uh, yes, I heard I can get that on my mobile device. Do you have any more information? <laughs> Why, yes, I do. Um, the movie with Emmy Award winning actors Richard Madden and Kit Harington and Emmy Award winning composer Ramin Djawadi. The Eternals. <laughs> I need to get you through The Eternals okay. so we can get you on to... Phase five and back to what you, because the, I'm not saying secluded, mm-hmm. but new characters, Shang-Chi, the Eternals, which I liked. Feel, yeah, I liked, I liked Shang-Chi, but you've gone through 18 to 20 moves, however many you've gone through now. Oh, it's like 25, isn't it? You're, I thought it was a, you're a little bit shy of that. Really? Uh, I believe you are. I thought there were like 32 total or something. I think we're over 30 now. Um, well, you might be right. I, I I forget what the last one, what the number of the last mm-hmm. one you read was, or the last one you reviewed was. But I know for a fact you will enjoy the newer ones because it's going to feel more familiar to you. Because okay. while they're moving on, moving on from characters, you need to get, um, they need to introduce the new blood into the universe. Mm-hmm. So we are... In a phase now where we are a year or two away from the Fantastic Four and the X-Men coming in. We're seeing the Guardians of the Galaxy go away here mm-hmm. in the next few months. It's a big year for Marvel, Steve. Mm. And as of now, you are still uh, behind and now falling further behind. Again, the plan for this. <laughs> you know, I don't think we need to go over these. Was dates. for you to be, for you and I, to be watching in theaters... After its release, mm-hmm. Thor: Love and Thunder, and when that comes out in a couple that weeks, came, and that came out last July. Ooh, just missed it. So since I've then, seen, I think that's where that's where I was confused. I thought it was this July. Thought I had a year. Is that what it is? Yeah. My mistake, huh? Yeah, I think if you went back and listened to it, you you told me that. So. Nice job. I guess I can only apologize. Um, can I get you on on paper? 
To give me a time frame on when you can have the Eternals watched by. Now, again, pull up your calendar. Uh, By by last account, I I don't think you have any radio station trips. I don't. For until April, correct? Yes. Yeah, I'm not on the road until April. But that kind of works against me, though, because those trips, those flights, hour and a half, two hour flights, it's always like the perfect amount of time. Um, let me see. Steve's movie reviews. Where am I? Yeah, sorry. I can't oh, yeah. I did, the sheet. I did 25 of them. Okay. Shang-Chi was the 25th. I have Eternals, Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, yep. Thor Love and Thunder, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And as of yesterday, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. And in... Three months, two months, three months, I believe, in May, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Then in nine months, The Marvels, which is okay, essentially so, Captain Marvel 2. So by May, Guardians Volume 3 yep. in theaters. Oh, no, 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 boy. You're asking me for a... for. Listen, I have given up hope to the point where I'm just asking you today. Right, to say something. To- for the Eternals. <laughs> That's it. Eternals by next week. Is that what you're asking for? Not even putting I'm um, asking you for a date. Uh, we have gone from July 19th. You reviewed Spider-Man Far From Home. July 26th. You reviewed Black Widow. January 7th. You reviewed Shang-Chi and the Legend okay. of the Ten Rings. Let me look. Uh, where are we? So my hope is that we don't have another. Okay. Let's see. Five Monday? and a half months. To Monday. Watch. Well, Monday's President's Day. So obviously I'll, I can't. Can't do it then. You're watching uh, Steven Spielberg's Lincoln mm-hmm. that day. Uh, Tuesday, Lola and Toby have a vet appointment. That's going to be an all-day thing. I mean, Wednesday's Ash Wednesday. i got to go get a dirty forehead. <laughs> Thursday, Evelyn's got her first dentist appointment. So is it Fat uh, Tuesday Friday is, is Tuesday as well then? Is Friday that is, uh, boy, got a lot going on. That's uh, my friend's 42nd birthday, so I'll have to shoot him a text or something. Important to... Got a remote at a taco place. What day is that? Friday. You want to come out? What's we'll probably, the distance? We'll probably get you some free tacos. What's the distance from uh, from my area? Ah, uh, Probably 20 minutes. No, God, no. 20 minutes for food. <laughs> free taco lunch. Lunch? Yeah. It's like an 11, during the day? It's an 11 to 1 remote. A lot of us have normal work schedules, Steve. That is simply not going to really fly. tell me more about your normal work schedule, where you have so a, to be clear, where you Friday, have a television next to you where you watch movies. There's no evidence of that. Tell me, tell me more about your work. So to be clear, you're going to be paid Friday, you know, which is whatever standard payday. Be done with the radio show. You guys hit the button at nine fifty four still in the Eastern time. Well, I mean, we got the uh, actually no. The show goes right up until about fifty nine now, Oof. and then there's the there's the local segment. So still do that. Yeah, still do the well. Look, there's a lot going on in this bustling metropolis. <laughs> we got to talk about. But even still, so usually by ten uh, ten ten, you're kicking the door open. Yeah, by twelve thirty, you're going to have a second paycheck for that day from your sec from your second endeavor. Yeah. Well, most people are still going to be 
you know, grinding away for the first one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's what they call moonlighting. Hustling. Getting, getting paid while getting paid. Well, you're a step away from just, you know, doing some of Annette's, uh, whatever handiwork has to be done mm-hmm. while you're at the remote. Mm-hmm. To really tripling up that dough. So what we're saying is this next week, it's just actually, I I don't know how I forgot about this. Monday, along with being President's Day, is also VIP Donut Day at Evelyn's school. Is that some obligation for you, or it's VIP Donut Day? Of course. I, I apologize for the follow up. I sounded really stupid, idiot. So it sounds like this week. I think I could squeeze this movie in by the end of February. Two weeks. About ten days. Ten days. Week and a half from today. You're telling oh boy, me. But maybe then the, not then next the week. following week, though. Oh, my God. I have a commitment on Monday. Uh, now the carpet people are coming out on Tuesday to restretch the carpet in Evelyn's room because it's got a little wave in it. Wish I had control of the... Uh, Annette's got to go to the dentist. The mixer. And right then the now. doctor the next day. You believe that? Be fading this whole thing. The out. dentist and the doctor. That's back to back. Yeah, in one day. Ah, I can't believe that. On Thursday after that, we have why? I can't take it. I can't take it. This is the most mundane schedule I've ever heard in my life. And then your birthday is coming up. Oh, thank you, thank you. Can't be said enough. I didn't. No, I didn't say happy birthday. What? I just said that. You just acknowledged a date. It was it's coming yeah, it's up. like the Dwight Schrute. It is your birthday. Right. I'll tell you what, as a birthday present to you. Wow. By your birthday, which is uh, roughly 15 days from now. So you've already expanded your very own timeline. I don't know what you're talking about. By the time we record the podcast that comes out on March 7th. So we'll record that on either the 4th or the 5th. Mm-hmm. I will have watched, possibly, Marvel's The Eternals. So my birthday gift mm-hmm. is you watching a movie on Disney Plus at I some know. point I know. over a 15-day span. <laughs> You're welcome. Just wanted to be clear. I am thrilled you did clarify. Wow. I mean, I don't even know what to say in advance You're welcome. of maybe. You're welcome. This is, uh, uh, by the way, apologies to Robert. Just just lost him a couple minutes. Okay, back. so stay tuned. Uh, hopefully in 15 days, <laughs> you're going to get a Marvel movie review. Well, I mean, uh, 15 from the time. Yeah, yeah, roughly. Roughly. Possibly. Lucky you. Again, I can go over the schedule again. No, I mean... A lot going on. Dear God, I can't think of one thing I want less. Got the taco remote. Got a conference call two Wednesdays from now. If you'd like to add to the sticker wall, (laughs) the P.O. Box address is right in the notes of this podcast. Oh, have we had anyone else RSVP for our night before the side gig night show? I haven't looked. I think you and I, our next step, Steve, needs to be, we just need to pick one of the two places. 
and put it on there as a location. You think that's so what's holding can... people up? No, but I do think it would make it more final rather than just say almost like here for the cure. Okay. Hey, we're putting in a placeholder. Okay. We'll get to it later. Right. We need to pick one of those and go from there. We're going to do that any any day now. As soon as I watch Eternals, we're going to pick. Sometime in March, we're going to have a location think, for is, this. Is, uh, is the town drunk going to come out to that event? I hope so. I think we put the call out to all of the uh, personal a, friends, fans of the a, show, friends of the show. Is he a good singer? Singist? I bet you he's got a nice set I bet of pipes. He does. Yeah, I I get the feeling he's a real Disney song guy. Oh, definitely. Because of the kids. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're likely if if we can get Rusty out there, I think we're likely to get some Moana. Ooh. But maybe more likely to get some of the old school Disney. Yeah, some like Little Mermaid or something. Aladdin, yeah. Lion King. Mm-hmm. Yes. That Even is... going back into the fifties when all the songs were racist. Rusty, no, <laughs> I can't believe they have that as one of the selections. What was the song they removed from one of the Disney rides because it had some reference to the Antebellum South, I think? like. Oh, the... yeah. forget which one that was. Either All right. Way. But anyway, get to uh, RSVP to that event. That's on Facebook at Steve and Kyle. Yes. I am looking for trying to find it right now. I was going to bump it up. Uh, but yes, we will pick a location by next week. But again, that is the night before the Grand Rapids side gig show live at night, mm-hmm. which makes this Friday, April 7th, I believe. Correct? Yes, Steve? it is. Friday, April 7th. We're going to be at a local karaoke joint. Come on out, have a few drinks and a meal, sing some songs with us, have fun. Um, we don't do this very often, so I am looking mm-hmm. forward to doing it and having people out. All right. RSVP now. Talk to you next week. See you.